This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And it's a beautiful, sunshiny mm-hmm. Monday Uh I know we both watched the Meghan Markle interview last night, which was a whole mm. thing, and uh, various Bravo celebrities were sounding off, uh, particularly Bethany, which particularly I don't even one, <laughs> particularly one. I, I can't even get into Bethany's whole deal right now. Yeah, like she definitely just tweeted too soon. I mean, she shouldn't have tweeted that at all, well, but it was one of those yeah. where she thought what would have happened would have defended her tweet, and it didn't. It went the we've opposite. Seen, yeah, we've seen Bethany kind of uh, step in it like this before, n- most notably when WAP came out last year, and she kind of chimed in with a hot take that was both um, both a bad take, but also just like completely unnecessary for her to give her opinion on. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> you know, Bethany loves to... She loves to stir it up for better or for worse. And this one uh, might have been for worse, but here's the thing, though, about <laughs> Bethany. Someone just you're you're what you're doing for like um, natural disaster relief and all yeah. of that is great. So just keep doing like I can't say when people are so successful and doing well and then just like chime in somewhere. And it's like, just keep doing what you're doing. It's fine. Right. It's like. It's like, of course, you're allowed to, you know, yeah. have opinions and talk about other things, but it's like nobody needs your take on this. Um, <laughs> Specific. <laughs> okay, today we are talking about Real Housewives of Atlanta and the Married to Medicine season premiere. Before that, I feel like we need to talk about this Jen Shaw controversy that's happening. It was kind of brewing last week. I know there was audio that came out and then the accompanying video of Jen basically verbally assaulting people mm-hmm. in her home um she i think she threw a phone at one point it was very like it was it was kind of tra- traumatizing to watch oh, just because yeah. she's in her it's in her kitchen she's like very angry she's telling people you know like not to look at her like not to talk to her um just completely tox- toxic abusive boss behavior and i will say like when i first kind of heard about this I was a little bit like okay like stuff like this kind of like we hear about random like things and housewives being problematic and stuff all the time like it's hard to know kind of where to like dedicate your energy but when the video came out I was like oh oh shit this is bad yeah I just laughed because I can't imagine if someone ever spoke to me the way I've said this from the from the episodes on TV, if someone ever spoke to me the way Jen Shaw speaks to any human being, it wouldn't it wouldn't be good. But the thing is, you're making people more uncomfortable because they're in your home. So mm-hmm. like they already feel and, and you're paying them. But 
When right. I watched that video last week, my friend actually sent it to me because I didn't, hadn't seen it yet. And then I sent it to our little Bravo chat and I we like went off. But I was like, if we see her with cameras on, that's not fake. So imagine how she speaks to people like. Yeah, and it's true. Someone clearly was privately like videoing. It was meant to not be seen. You can tell. But like. That is not nor it's not normal behavior. We've said no. it during the season. Like there, something needs to be done. Like it's you kind of you feel bad because like a, a person a, a person doesn't typically act like that. So there's something deeper there. But you feel bad for the people she's talking to, right? And it's it's I feel like there's kind of a fine there's a, a little bit of a gray area when you're watching these shows. I don't assume that everybody on Bravo is a good person, a mm -hmm. great, perfect, you know, loving, kind person all the time. And honestly, I don't expect that. Like, I don't necessarily right. want that. But there are there are lines that are kind of not okay to cross. Like, okay, maybe does somebody handle conflict poorly? Are they, you know, kind of a shitty friend? That great. That's probably going to be good on TV. But if you are being abusive toward your employees that are working in your own home like that is that's something where there's no excuse for that and there's it's not one of those things that's kind of like eh, yeah she's she sucks like and coach Shaw coming in being so mellow as ugh. he's in the video too and he he's almost like like we've seen in scenes I know I keep going back and to the show but like he almost like doesn't know what to do he knows how to handle her I feel and I don't know if that's the right words like how to handle her but like how to deal with her I feel outbursts. like I feel like their relationship is like in the Hurt Locker. Um, he's Jeremy Renner and Jen Shaw is the bomb. <laughs> I would love to be Jen Jeremy Renner any day. He's the one. He he knows how to defuse her. Yeah, and clearly that's a role that he's used to playing. We saw it at the reunion. We've seen it on the show. Um, but so interesting. Um, the so one of the people that was kind of around in this video was this designer Koa who was working with her. Um, this was pre reunion when the video happened, I think. And he put out a statement on his Instagram, um, basically trying to state some facts about mm -hmm. his time working for Jen. And he said, um, in the 10 months I spent working, I've been verbally assaulted, had to work all hours through the night, mostly unpaid, had to tiptoe around a hostile work environment in an attempt to preserve my mental health and well-being, And then, uh, that's all bad, but I think the number one worst thing, he says, the last payment I received from my previous employer was in September, even though I continued working through January. It's like <laughs> yelling at people is bad enough, but if you're not even going to pay them, like, get the fuck out. Come and on. I know, like, he's clearly between a rock and a hard place, but if I'm not getting paid, I'm not doing the work. So good for him to continue going, but right, no. Um, I think they are uh, finished now. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect for this post. Um, I'm curious though. It's interesting. Jen nor anyone around her has not, they've not said anything publicly. I don't know what degree, if any production is telling her not to talk about it because they're currently filming. I don't know how that works, but it feels like a big enough deal that you can't just completely ignore it forever. Um, but you know what? what if this gets like so bad? Because here's the thing. It'd be one thing if someone made a statement like the whole world has been doing recently about everything and there was no video, but there's a video. So now there, I feel like everyone's like, oh shit. Like it's, it. we're, we're seeing what happened. 
I'm wondering if Jen gets the boot early for next season and is only I mean, in a few episodes. I, they are. I mean, they're only a few, like less than a month into filming. So if they wanted to, they could significantly reduce her role and right. perhaps almost cut her out completely. I mean, we see them work wonders with editing sometimes yeah. when they decide somebody's not going to be in the cast. Um, I feel like they're so good. They could edit us into the episodes. Oh, okay. You and I can tag team and yeah. take Jen's uh, snowflake. We'll, we'll be the Aww, joint sixth housewife of Salt Lake City. So cute. Honestly, we have come up with so many good ideas. That's going on the list as well. Honestly, but- like, I feel like I could just, um, I could like work that into my job description and not have to take any time off. Dylan, I can picture you and I showing up like in the movie Dumb and Dumber, like in our massive like snow gear with the boots and, and the whole looks like coming up to like just the slopes and be like, okay, we're ready. And they're going to be like, we're guys, we're just having lunch. Like it's not, you're not sure. I'm sure Betches is going to be thrilled when I say that I need to expense like a Chanel ski suit. (laughs) Like, no, it's actually a work expense. I had to. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We got to talk about Atlanta. Let's talk about Atlanta. Um, We are, this is a Kenya heavy episode as last week was. Um, we get a lot of different scenarios that Kenya's in. First of all, she's talking to her dad mm-hmm. um, and specifically kind of updating her dad on the situation with Mark, which has um, deteriorated. As we've seen, he filed for divorce. He wants alimony. And I, I maybe we knew this already, but it, it felt like uh, worth updating. So Kenya didn't invite her dad to her wedding because mm-hmm. she thought he wouldn't get along with Mark, which is like the world's biggest red flag to me. It's like, okay, so like you sit at the wedding and that's still a thing. Like, Also, you're okay going through your wedding knowing that's the reason your dad's not there because you know that they're both going to be in your lives after this party. So that it there is no bigger red flag than that you're right like that's just like weird and look what happened and especially especially we'll i mean we'll get to later kenya has had so many so so much trauma from her issues with her mom right that it's like for her one parent that she does have a relationship with for her to make that call that he's not going to be at her wedding it's like you would think that she would take extra care to sort of guard the relationship with her dad um, to be honest, though, it did, it was a really nice conversation that they had. I thought it was yeah. it was I kind of really enjoyed that scene. Um, it was through FaceTime, obviously, but he he was he seems like a very honest and blunt person. So um, I think yeah. that their relationship is going at a nice pace if that's I, what it takes. I agree. He seems, I feel like we talk about this kind of regularly with the relationships on this show. He seems supportive, but not in an enabling like yes man kind of way. Like Mm -hmm. he actually is kind of telling her what she needs to hear. Um, I'm interested to see more of that. I like Kenya having a relationship with her dad. That's nice to see. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite. Acai Grape, Pineapple Mango, Lemon, and Mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. More Kenya. So now we're going another route. And she goes to dinner with Drew, which I like Drew's approach to this because Drew even said on their trip to South Carolina that she doesn't understand why all the ladies are fighting one minute and then like the next morning mm-hmm. pretending everything, nothing happened. So she kind of wanted to meet with Kenny to like set everything clear for them. But they are just on two very different pages. And I think that's not the approach to go with Kenya because as we saw, there was a time clock on the bottom. It went minutes and minutes and minutes of them just talking on top of each other. And there was zero conversation. I wanted to jump in and been like, <laughs> can all right, you go first? You go second. Like it was bad. Yes. It, nothing it was, was accomplished. It was one of those conversations where sometimes two people just aren't meant to sit down and work through something yet. And we see that at reunions sometimes when people are just not interested in sort of, you know, actually coming to an understanding. And it's like, they just, you know, cause I think Drew has a pretty simple sort of question or issue with Kenya at the end of the day, but Kenya's not going to give her sort of the answer that she wants. She's not just going to be like, Oh yeah, see, this is what it was. She's going to be a well, you know, Drew, like, this is what we, I don't know. Like, I said this, and then you had this reaction. They're just not. And then when when Drew goes, what you're talking about? And now they're singing. Ah, like, it was crazy. It, they were singing back to each other. And I was like, you guys can't even talk to each other, let alone now get through this, like, bridge of a song. But... It was every time this is so typical, any not just Kenya, but anytime you have a conversation with someone you're not getting along with, like if Kenya wasn't getting the answer she wanted. All right, let's move past that. Let's move past that. But like, no, that's not how it works. You can't just like move past it, but then keep bringing it up like you can move past it. Never talk about it again. That's one thing. But Drew kept asking her, bringing up her child, like what if her child wasn't there? And that pissed Kenya off even more. And it was just like, I I feel that these two just aren't going to be friends. I think we felt that from the beginning. I think even after Kenya abruptly left, even though I'm sorry, they split the check and Kenya's remark about broke bitches splitting checks, that was so uncalled for in this situation because they weren't getting the check and doing math. They each ordered a, dr- a meal. So they were both giving them their credit card and they were splitting it down the middle. She just tried to like one up Drew a little with that comment. And I did not like that. Also, I don't, they put the numbers on the screen. I don't remember exactly, but this was like a $60 meal. Like, no joke. And like, listen, I've been with people. What, what I'm on Kenya's side when I've been at dinners with large groups and everyone's like, what did you get? What did you get? Mm. What did you get? And that is, I don't deal with that. I no, do not there's, split There's a difference meals. between getting out the calculator at a group dinner yes. and saying yep. like, oh, here's two cards, just split it. 
Oof. Yeah, but then she left and like it was awkward because like you could tell Drew just like waited for her to go before she got up and like went to her car. And I know I I like their dynamic, though. I'm curious to see kind of like how that continues over the season. And obviously we see that Drew and Latoya are having major issues coming up. So I'm curious kind of where Kenya falls in that because Kenya and Latoya had their own little issue. Is it just me, though, or is Drew seems just, like, really nice and, like, always goes in with an open mind and is, like, positive? Am I wrong about that? She's. I I don't think you're wrong. I think one aspect, though, I think Drew is really good at kind of appearing clueless not in like okay. a not in like a ditzy way but in like a no like just tell me like I want to understand like right she's like you know like I just like I don't get why the group is like this so like can you tell me why the group was like this right and I think I don't think it's I don't think that's like fake but I think it's deliberate that she kind of is like oh like I'm new here like this mm. is crazy like tell me what like how it works and I think she's kind of she knows that she can use that and I think it's worked well with like Portia where she and Portia have quickly kind of become friends and they barely knew each other before the trip to South Carolina. Um, But obviously Kenya, I think is a very different personality where she's kind of like, fuck Drew. I'm not telling her how this group works. Like, absolutely. I'm not going to like meet her where she is. I feel like Kenya got, two new people and Latoya was easy for her to put bring under her wing and yeah. and Drew wasn't so now she's feuding with Drew <laughs> Latoya sucked up to her and Drew was like calling her fake and she was like I'm gonna choose Latoya <laughs> um, yes okay we have to talk about one of my favorite events that we've had just because of the name we're at the pumpkin patch for Marlo's Harvest which <laughs> is just I'm going to have when when the pandemic is finally over this fall, I'm going to have a Marlowe's Harvest themed dinner party and everybody's going to have to wear their flyest pumpkin patch clothes, which for Marlowe is an oversized Palm Angels poncho with like a Chanel necklace and thigh high boots with no pants. Right. I personally, (laughs) although Portia missed the event and still showed up, I thought her outfit was fire. She looked so good. Can we talk about Portia's um, attendance at this event? Which was <laughs> So she drove an hour in the wrong direction. I've done that before. So she calls them. They call her while they're like about to start the hayride, which is like kind of the last part of the event. Right. And she's like, yeah, it says I'm an hour and 20 minutes away. So half of the women, it's uh, it's Shamia, Shamia, Shamia Marlowe and... I don't know. Half the women are waiting for her in the parking lot as it gets dark after everyone else has left. It's like, what is happening? I can't believe I guess she ended up showing up because she had to pass it anyway. But I would have been so upset just driving that long. I mean, she wasn't that upset that she was fine. But um, when she did her little roadmap of where she passed, like Narnia and Oz, like she drove that (laughs) far out of the way. But yeah, she showed up. They caught her up to speed a little bit like I still feel like there's some lingering things. Marlo now feels weird being around her because she hasn't spoken to him. Portia was like, I haven't spoken to anybody. Like, don't feel bad that I haven't called you like specifically. We're still friends, but I'm taking a step back because you made up with Kenya. It's interesting. So as they're on the way to the pumpkin patch, the news breaks about 
what went down with Bolo in South Carolina and that allegedly two of the women in the cast had sex with the stripper. And so, so then this pumpkin patch event, Marlo's Harvest was supposed to be this beautiful, tasteful <laughs> event at the pumpkin patch. And all of a sudden we're trying to get to the bottom of the leak. And every, I feel like whether or not certain people are saying it, everyone thinks it's Kenya. Oh yeah. I mean, yes. And by the way, side note, we didn't see one pumpkin, but anyway, everyone you know, thinks it's Kenya. They are, <laughs> they're, they're, even Kenya kind of said it was Kenya without saying it was Kenya well, in her confessional. when she goes, what I think happened is someone who was there told someone and that person leaked it. And she like gave like a smile. And I was like, it was well, you. Not to mention, so they're saying the story was in page six and Kenya's response when they <laughs> ask if it was her is not like, oh no, there's no way. She goes, oh, page six, that's not me. That's Marla's friends. But if it was like B. Scott or, you know, the blah, 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 then it would have been me. And it's like, that's not great to admit either. <laughs> like if it was a different tabloid, you were probably the source. Right, because... That's just the that line was very bizarre because it's not I feel like page six was just where it like. I don't know, maybe that's just the one they saw first, but it could have very well have been another tabloid also going forward. Now, if one is from TMZ, like you, it's going to be from you like you should have just not said anything at all. Right. Like, don't reveal don't reveal which <laughs> blogs and tabloids you have relationships <laughs> with, because then at any point in the future, if there's a story on B. Scott, I'm going to be like, oh, Kenya's at it again. <laughs> right. But I I never. So then they also on Watch It Happens Live last night, Andy was like, why were you so adamant about like the women having fun with a stripper? And she they were he was like, it was a bachelorette party. And she goes, we were at work. That was what she said. We were at work. I was like, Kenya, you know, this isn't a nine to five job. This is a yeah. reality show with I, cameras. I I see both sides of it. I mean, I do. I totally agree that they were on. I mean, it is a work trip. Like, that's the reason they're there. I understand that. I heard um, Kat, Kate Chastain talked about this in a clubhouse room a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How when people are kind of taking the idea of cameras going down very literally and that like in her experience from being on a show for all these years, like you always kind of are aware that like you could be on camera, there's cameras in the yeah. house, whatever, like that it's not so literal that it's like, Oh, they, they turned off the camera. I guess nothing is, everything's off limits from now on. But I do think it's a little bit like, you did all t have this conversation and like agree that you were kind of like done filming. Right. So I see both sides, but I also think it's a little disingenuous of Kenya to be like, we were at work, tough luck. Right. So we were at work, but you being on the floor with your legs open in that costume was okay for the camera. Like it, it's the same thing. Like, was she having sex on the floor? No, but like you were still being provocative. And so it's like, just, I don't know. It's it's always just like if you were there, if you weren't there and she wasn't involved. So she's like, hmm, yeah, you know, professional. I hate to say it. I mean, I don't hate to say it. I feel I need like a little bit of a breather from Kenya. Not not like totally. But this episode, it started with this phone call with her dad and it ended with her in therapy. Yeah. Last week's episode ended with her at the divorce attorney. And I feel like they're they're hitting the Kenya storyline a little too hard right hard. now and yeah. i don't know if it's because maybe like 
they don't want to show more of the wedding or the candy maybe doesn't have a lot going on. Like maybe they just kind of need some filler, but it's like, okay, like I don't need to hear Kenya talk about Mark again. Wait, also though, then get, we have two new housewives, like film more of them. I would love to like get to know these women more, but also that Cynthia's wedding and she was let the countdown begin. I was like, Cynthia, we've been counting down for like the last like, girl, it's been 12 With episodes. Few, I'm yeah, tired. <laughs> like, we've already seen it hasn't happened yet, but she's going on and on. She seems pretty calm about all the stuff that's going wrong. So, which happens to everybody. But um, we will see because it is approaching. It's in, what, what was it last night? It's in a week. It's in 10 days, technically. I, yeah, ish. I don't know. The wedding, <laughs> wait, but the wedding was in the preview for next week's episode. So Woo-hoo. yeah, we're finally getting there. Um, okay, let's. <laughs> Sorry, one more thing. When when Cynthia is on the phone with with Drew, and she goes, "Do you like Angel by Monica?" And she was like, "Mike, Mike, do you like Angel by Monica?" And he goes, "Yeah." When she sings it, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh, that was my so god. shady." I was like, "She's on speaker." Hi. We obviously <laughs> know that she ends up not in our interview with Drew. She told us she ended up not singing because oh. she was. Sing, her voice was hurting probably from the dinner she had with Kenya. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, so now let's talk about Married to Medicine. Okay, it was a season eight premiere. (laughs) Okay, so our Married to Medicine kind of like experience is interesting because I spent over chunks of time in the last several months, I binged Married to Medicine and I literally caught up yesterday, like hours before the premiere. I know you haven't and seen And I started, every- but I didn't finish. Yes. So I've seen them before, but I obviously was excited to watch last night. So we will we'll keep you posted throughout the season. I don't know if we're going to do like full recaps every week, but um, the premiere was super fun. I had a good time. I liked that they right off the bat have a very unique perspective on Bravo when it comes to the pandemic. Um, and they were they showing do. that. 
but Dr. Also, Damon's COVID I, testing thing is great. I loved seeing that. Totally. But I also liked how they also started off with Black Lives Matter because all and the protests because of the way that these shows are mm-hmm. filmed and when they air. This happened so long ago, but I like how it's airing now because it's continuing the conversation. So it's totally. it's not like those shows happened already. Okay, we talked about it. Like now it's still happening. It happened where they live as well. And so they're showing us their perspective. And as much as COVID, because they all they like to say physicians, which we can make that into a drinking game. We've said M- before. MDs and MRSMDs. <laughs> and I like dentists. I I I really thought this was an interesting episode because like you were saying, we've seen the Black Lives Matter subject broached on a bunch of different Bravo shows at this point. But this one, maybe more than any other show, really has kind of relevant storylines. And we saw in this episode, Simone uh, talking to her son about he's getting ready to go to college in a small town in Tennessee. And that, you know, they're from Atlanta, which I mean, they say in the episode is the Black Mecca. And... Mm -hmm you know, he's going to this place where racism is like a real thing that you have to deal with every day. And I thought it was, it was really great to see that conversation. And he is, I mean, he seemed so kind of aware of what he was facing. And I thought Simone seemed really supportive and, um, you know, to see that conversation beyond just like, yeah, we marched for Black Lives Matter. It's like, it's right. it's really cool to see them kind of working it in because, you know, and even um, Toya says that she's had that conversation with her sons about how, you know, they could be in danger and, you know, they face different things than other people. And it's it's nice to see them right. kind of. Because she asked that. him, like, have you thought about what you would do if someone mm-hmm. says something to you? And he said, yeah, I'm going to educate them. And I was like, that's so like yeah. what's happening these days is that the kid he's he's 18 but like that the kids are the ones educating people it's really what the world has been coming to um so we see this episode toya is very content in her new home that we saw last season i love seeing her on the golf cart just like zooming around the neighborhood um it's interesting. So the new cast member is Anila, and she is, I guess, building a house in Simone's neighborhood, or not Simone, Toya's neighborhood, but it's not done yet. We don't, like, really meet Anila this week. We just kind of, like, get a glimpse of her at the party, but um, I'm excited to kind of get to know her a little more. Yeah, and also the fact that Dr. Jackie's house is now one of like the nicest houses we've seen on these shows. She did a full renovation. Her kitchen is literally to die for, but it makes me really sad to be honest that her and Simone like aren't in a good place because of all the episodes that I did see, like I like their friendship. Okay. So they just like a little a little up to speed because i'm sure not everyone listening is fully up to speed either so simone and jackie were like always always close and then just last season they started having a couple issues and at the reunion they were like not in a great place and they kind of made up but then they say that the pandemic kind of got in the way it's weird that they just have this like awkwardness between them it's not even like they're fighting it's not even like they hate each other it's just like they don't even know how to be around each other and it's so strange for people who have been close for that long to just like not even be able to have a normal 
small talk conversation like yes but it seems like that that is it they're the type of friendship where they legitimately phased out and now it's like they that's it there it's it's like they could ease back in and just be like cordial but it is sad where it's like you don't even know why you're fighting so like why are you fighting but now there's no um foundation so Mm -hmm. there's nothing else to do but it's it's like tough to see them like at a party and like not even acknowledge each other and then like the talk that they were having was about like a negative covid test like it was awkward i felt very weird (laughs) also it's weird it's weird to see an episode of this show with no quad or mariah i know quad is gonna be quad's gonna be a friend of the season so she will be around she's in the season trailer quite a bit so it's not like she's gone but it's just, I feel like Quad in my head, like, is, like, kind of what this show is. So it's it's strange to the just, show. like, not... The show? I know. Yeah. Say. But was it Dr. Heavenly had yes. a party for her husband's birthday? And because she was it's like... Da- it's daddy's ha- birthday. Yeah, I'm having a party. <laughs> and they all came and, and they're, like, they had a table, like, set up with their mask or a face shield. There were signs everywhere and all of the food was wrapped individually, including the crab legs. I was like, this was <laughs> done watching, right. Watching Toya wasted on tequila trying to, like, suck the crab meat out of the shell was one of the funniest things because she is just, like, I mean, she's, like, not really into the uh, COVID restrictions that e- Heavenly no. is trying to enforce and also is just like too drunk to to really function. They did I, a meter like of how many she had like seven <laughs> drinks and I was like oh god she loves her Patron she always has always will <laughs> but they she got it was almost like this conversation escalated at the at the end of the party because she was drinking like I'd feel like if she w- didn't no. have that many it wouldn't have gotten to that point it's always tough. I feel like on these shows, like when somebody is just like getting themselves into trouble because they're drunk, it's like, uh, just like don't have this conversation tonight. Like, just wait, chill I out. Know, like, everybody go home. Heavenly um, saw that as a great opportunity. <laughs> like, obviously, crossed her uh, legs, <laughs> eating her, like just sitting there, and she's like, mm hmm. <laughs> I. I'm excited for you to catch up more on Married to Medicine because the way these like relationships change is just. It's a lot, <laughs> but yeah. um, it was a fun season premiere. I'm excited to see where they're headed. We're going to see Giselle this season. That was in the trailer. So lots to come. That's an interesting crossover. Yeah. Last night was just stressful because it was this premiere Atlanta and the Megan and Harry interview and it was Sunday. So you already had like anxiety for work today. So it was like I I, ha- I watched Marriage Medicine in Atlanta this morning at 630 this morning. I woke up and watched that's so, dedication. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> well, on that note, we are going to say goodbye. But thank you so much for listening. Come back on Thursday for another episode. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Rate, review, subscribe to this podcast and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.